Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome and thanks for listening. Our next guest is Peter Mehit, and he's joining us from Custom Business Planning and Solutions. He's the owner here in Irvine, California. And uh, Mr. Mehit is the owner of CP, CBPS, and he's written over 500 business plans that have been used to raise over $100 million. And he's also co-author of Killer Business Plan, which is a book that helps choose a business plan and then create a plan to launch it. So we're going to talk about three things to avoid when launching a business. Uh, Peter, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, Bill. Hey, thank you very much for coming. I appreciate you you joining us today. And this is uh, something very important to our listeners. Uh, there's, There's so many people that go out and start a business, they don't do the right types of planning. So we're going to get into that in just a second. But Peter, tell us how you, you got started. What, give us a little few minutes about your background and how you got to start Custom Business Planning and Solutions. Well, I started the business by doing exactly what most people do when they go to leave their corporate jobs and strike out on their own. I said, how hard can it be? I didn't write a business plan. And uh, I was in high-value outsourcing, traveling all over the world for Computer Sciences Corporation, and got really tired of the travel and said, I want to be in my own thing. So I started out, originally was going to do outsourcing advisory, and I didn't have a deep enough Rolodex, and somebody said to me, hey, you know anything about writing business plans? And I had written proposals for 20 years, so business plan is not that much of a stretch from that. Got into it, fell in love with small businesses and startup entrepreneurs, uh, people looking to get their businesses straightened out for exit so that they can leave and succession planning and, and the like. So built a practice since 2004 on helping small business. Yeah, and your website's very interesting. It's uh it's it looks like you're it's you're you're making what is a daunting task to a lot of people uh look very simple and easy uh by helping them with templates and tips and t- things like that. Why do you think so many businesses business owners don't create business plans? Why do what do you think the reason behind that is? It's really pretty simple. It's a drag to do if you don't understand the value of it. So you you look at it and you go, well, I'm going to end up with this document, and at the end of the day, what is it going to help me to do having this document? And the whole purpose of writing a business plan is not the artifact. It's not the piece of paper you end up with at the end of it. It's going through the process of really figuring out and visualizing your business so it's in your mind and it's in your bones. I mean, if you think like about an NFL team, they watch films of the team they're going to they're going to compete against. They practice plays. They have a playbook. But in the end of the day, at the game when it's actually happening, it's the broken play. It's where the play didn't go where it was supposed to, but somebody knew to run to the place where nobody was to catch the ball. And I think the business plan, you map out all of the things that you think are going to happen, and it gives you the discipline to know what to do when things don't happen the way that you think they're going to happen. And so if people understood that about business plans, I guarantee you more people would write them 
but I think most people write them because a banker tells them they need them. Somebody that wants to get a lease from a commercial property, the commercial property lesser will tell them they need them. So it's a checklist item, and it's exactly not the right reason to do them. If you're just doing a business plan to check it off your list because a, a coach or a score counselor or a bank told you you needed it, that's really not the reason to do it. The reason to do it is because you really want to understand what you're getting into and what you need to do, be, and have to be successful at it. Well, that's a very powerful statement right there. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, and I'm sure a lot of people that might might listen to that go, "Wow, that that's intriguing." Um, but now how, you have a you've written a book about this, and you've written outlines and templates. So how does that how does that help me to do that? I mean, a lot of people might say, well, I'm pretty sure I know what's going on here, but uh, do you help with uh, suggested headings and, uh, you know, the the different paragraphs you need to have in it? Is that what the book is all about? Well, the book actually is three sections. The first section is what business I'm going to choose. And it's really, the book itself is really aimed at uh, people in corporate jobs that are looking to get out of corporate jobs because corporate jobs are going away. So, uh, the first one is, how do I pick a business? How do I figure out what's right for me in terms of my temperament and my willingness, my willing, what my willingness is to put in hard work mm-hmm. and do everything that's necessary? And then the second part is, which is very brief, is figuring out whether it's feasible. Because if it won't throw off enough money, not just to support itself, but to support your lifestyle and what you want to do, at least eventually, there's no reason to get into it. And then the third part of the book is step-by-step detailed section by business plan section based on the template that we give you and the financial modeling templates that we give you, how to build each section. And we take you through it. In fact, on the website for the book, killerbusinessplan.com, there's also um, there's also uh, videos of how to do the perform of financials, which is the, arguably the hardest part for most people starting up. They don't want to mess with the numbers, but you say it on your program all the time. If you don't understand the numbers, then you don't understand the business, and you're going to get into trouble. So you got to figure that piece out. So the book helps take them through that process. Now, when we work with clients directly, it's a little more intensive. We get into making sure that they have a good vision of the business and they have a good understanding of what they're getting into so that at the end of the process of writing the business plan, they've been through an entire education of what not just what businesses, what their individual specific particular to them businesses and what their specific risks are and what their specific opportunities are so that they have a lot of confidence when they roll out of that that process. So this is what I like about what I'm seeing on your site is that you're you're telling people, hey, we're here to help you, whether you want to start start it on your own, take it as far as you can. Uh, Maybe you can take it all the way. We'll give you the tips and tools to do that. And you and you can learn about it in your book. Or if you need help or you get to a certain point and you say, okay, this is as far as I feel like I can go by myself, you're there to help them uh, finish the job and, and get it get it into uh, the format they need to. How many times when somebody calls you and says, well, I have a business plan, could you look at it? Do you just look at it and go, well, uh, nice try, but it's not even close? <laughs> you know what? That's a really interesting question. And I listened to your, your prior guests, and, and I think that, the thing that is really great about what we do, and we love what we do, is that I can I can turn down work. I can not take work because it's the right thing to do. And what that does is people, if you are direct with them and honest with them, they'll come back to you two years later with something totally different and work with you. So to answer your question directly, 
Um, we do read people's business plans. We charge a fee for it, but we do read their business plans and we issue spot for them and say, here's where you've got some issues and here's where you don't. And typically somebody that's bringing me a business plan to read and give issue spotting on may or may not want to actually buy my services. And what I do is I tell them, here's where I think that you need some help. And you can go pick the book up. The book's very inexpensive. You can have access to all of the, the templates and stuff. You can watch the videos and see if you can figure it out. Because here's the best part of that. If that client, if that prospect, that specific person goes out and tries it and then comes back, how good is he going to feel about working with me because I tried to get him down the road as far as I could without taking any of his money? And so when we actually onboard clients, they're really happy to work with us. And because they're really happy to work with us, they get a lot more out of the process. I'm not dragging them through. They're not looking at me going, well, you're just doing this to get money. Because if you read Killer Business Plan, you have reasonable writing skills and you have a reasonable understanding about how business finance works, you should be able to write a business plan that will get funded pretty much anywhere if you have the requisite other credit worthiness and so on. You should be able to write a business plan that will just knock the socks off of an underwriter. So um, if somebody can do that, I'm happy to help them to do that. But the, the thing is, most people are good at their craft. They're good at what they do. A business plan is a, is a, a very uh, occasional thing, and it's actually money better spent to recover that time because it's going to take them about 400 hours to write a business plan. It takes us about 40. So it's going to take them 10 times the, the time it takes us. And the likelihood of them coming out with something they can use is probably 50-50. So we're happy to do this. I mean, I'm happy to do it. Well, that's great. I mean, you're, you hit the nail on the head there by saying, you know, it's it, how do you want to spend your time as a business owner? Uh, do you really want to spend 400 hours trying to write a business plan uh, and do you think you do you really think you can do it in a half an hour? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, no, you might yeah, yeah. you might be able to jot some thoughts down in a half an hour, but there's a lot more to it than that. And that's what your book and that's what the website's all about. So I really applaud what you're doing. So when well, people you. don't have the time or skills, uh, do they do they try? I mean, what do they try to do? They try to just uh, wing it, delegate it, because a lot of times the the bank is certainly going to ask for a business plan. Well, it's really interesting because we're in an interesting time as far as the banks have, are concerned because they really have not had to be in the loan business uh, because of quantitative easing, easing. So the only kinds of clients they're actually funding are people who are so credit worthy they could probably get by without the money. So there's been a real, real, real decline in startup loans. Only small regional banks are making them. And so you'd be surprised at how many loans and deals get d done without business plans, which I think is really a detriment to the bank and to the client. But mo every startup is going to require a business plan, and every major expansion is going to require a business plan. We did, And that's primarily the two places we play, 7A and 504 loans, for expansion of existing businesses. For example, somebody wants to prep their business for sale and exit because they want to put in systems, they want to change their ERP system, their ordering system, they may want to hire some people, they need to get some capital around that, they might want to buy a building to put their, their business and make it more attractive. Those kinds of things um, we write business plans for. But um, on the main, people... They, they don't look at it like it's something that they need to do unless somebody prods them to do it. It's an enlightened owner that, that looks at a business playing as something they need to do as part of setting their overall strategy, their customer approach, and their pricing. 
Yeah, so let's talk about what you were just mentioning there because a lot of our uh, listeners, uh, Peter, are you know age 50 plus and they're saying, okay, I, I get all that and I have my business has been running just fine without a business plan, but now I want to take it to the next level. In the next five years, I want to dress this thing up and and sell it. And you know, I've been running it eh, for my lifestyle, but now I need mm-hmm. to run it as a for sale transferable business. So is that right. another time you mentioned that's that's another time you can start a late stage kind of a uh, an expansion plan? Yeah, exactly. And let me let me talk to that specifically because if if you are the business, if you can't play around a round of golf without your phone ringing or take a vacation without checking in twice a day, you are the business. Okay, so um, those businesses will sell anywhere from fifty percent to one times annual revenue because you can't walk away from them. If you put systems in the businesses where you don't have to be present, you can be absentee, those all automatically start at about a two times to four or more multiplier, depending on what kind of business it is, of, of annual sales. So by definition, if you're looking at an exit anywhere in the next five years, you need to get serious about that. So two things you need to do. You're going to need to put systems into your business that make it easier to run, make it easier to measure, make it easier to see the accounting, and make it easier to understand what you need to order and how to service your clients. So that's CRM, that may be ordering, that may be ERP. There's all kinds of different systems you have to put in. Plus, you have to hire the right people. So some of the people you have may need to go, you need, may need to onboard new people. Okay, well then, how do I figure that out? Well, that's a business plan. And so... Mm-hmm. So to get to that point where you understand what systems, because too many owners of small and medium-sized businesses will go to the very different disciplines, like, okay, so I need a different point-of-sale system that is going to work better than the one I want. They'll go survey a bunch of of point-of-sale systems people, and they'll get input from them, and they'll forget, well, there's a whole human resource piece here, and there's a whole, this is going to change. Like, since I'm changing my POS system, do I want to use Apple Pay now? Do I want to do different things? Do I want to let... Uh, do I want to take credit? Do I want to use iPads to to take um, to do transactions? And so it gets back into then who are the people I'm going to need to hire? And they don't think about that. Uh, business owners tend to think very tactic tactically. And we're saying right. if you're actually looking to exit your business, you need to think strategically. And it all needs to be wrapped around what is the price that you want to get? What is the revenue you need to get to get that price? And then what are the systems you need to put that in? And so that is why you need a business plan to figure that out. I'm firmly convinced of it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, one of the analogies uh, we like to use is that uh, professional golfers, before they play a course, uh, generally before the tournament starts, they, they typically walk the course backwards and start from the goal and figuring out what the goal is. So they walk from the hole back to the tee so they can see uh, a different perspective on where what they need to get to and what the, where they need to be to get there. And the other thing is that just because you have a, a, a great house, uh, if you're going to build onto that house and expand it, and a lot of people do that, you know, they add, let's add a second story or let's add another wing to the house, you're still going to have to go back, get the architect, develop a blueprint. You don't just order a bunch of supplies and workers and, without thinking it through very, very carefully. And so that's, this is a, a whole different area of planning for a lot of people these days, but it's a very important part, and it sounds like you guys have the, the structure to help them through that. You know, and I love that comment, Bill, because it's um, a lot of things have happened in the last, like, 30 years. Agile, lean, all of those 
things are out there and they're buzzwords. And they've applied lean methodology, which, by the way, was created for manufacturing. They've applied it to starting a business and running a business in, in the mid to small business market. Well, the problem is, is if you look at what lean and agile mean, it doesn't mean you don't plan. And a lot of people look like, okay, well, great. Now I'm finally free of all that figuring out what I want to be when I grow up stuff, which is the hardest thing to do. And I can just focus on what do I need to get through day to day. And I think that for a small business owner, medium-sized business owner, I'm talking like people 20 million and under, they need to be able to push back from the business and really see it because there are huge opportunities. I mean, I used to do this for computer sciences. I flew all over the world analyzing businesses. If you can push back far enough, I guarantee you, I used to walk into businesses, I get five, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 in savings just walking through the business one time. So hmm. anything you can do to get some perspective and the planning process kind of stops the clock and, and you take a snapshot of where you are and you really understand where you are and then you go, well, wait a minute, where do I want to be? Because you think about think and grow rich. I mean, these are old, old concepts about start with the end in mind. What is it that you want to do? If you can hold that in your mind, you can get to it. If you don't think about it, then anywhere is where you're going to end up. So in the last couple of minutes we have together, let's talk about the three things to avoid when launching a business. Okay. Um, I, the, three, the three holes that people typically fall into is they're not careful about how they build their team. Mm-hmm. They don't clearly understand who their customer is, and they don't have a clear vision of, of what it is they want to achieve. And so not building your, your team, most small businesses start are family, friends, and family. And it works out really good. Everybody's in it, and they're, everybody's enthusiastic. But once you get to a certain point, I mean, I know you know, there's a, the first million is really in revenue is usually the hardest to get, and then there's kind of a dead zone between one and five, and then there's a dead, trom- dead zone between five and 20, depending on the industry. And when you get up to about over a million dollars in revenue, that's when you need to start thinking about things in terms of being a professional manager as opposed to, um, as opposed to being just an entrepreneur. The second thing mm-hmm. is who's your customer? If you're selling to anybody, you're selling to nobody. Every single business has a specific customer, and you need to identify that clearly. And then finally, what is it that you want to be in five years? Do you want to be up and out? Do you want to, how much revenue do you want to make? What lifestyle do you want to have? And you need to plan for that because it's not going to just organically happen. It's something you've really got to figure out, I think. So team, customer, and vision are, are the three big ones that – people really need to spend a lot of time thinking about before they launch into something. I think so. Yeah. It it makes, it makes so much sense. And I'm really happy our paths crossed and you you have a little special offer for our listeners. I think Peter, tell us about that. Yes, I do. If you call (laughs) 800-741-8444, 800-741-8444, I will give you and say that you uh, heard us on the bill black show. I will give you an electronic copy of Killer Business Plan. And when you call, I will, uh, I'll will i be happy to talk about any business situation you have. I'll give you a 15-minute consult. And I know that this is going to be on your site for years and years and years. I don't care if I give away 100,000 of these. Um, it's going to be totally worth it because we're going to have a smarter entrepreneur community. So that's 800-741-8444. And um, website, our website is www. Custom, the word custom, C-U-S-T-O-M-B-P-S.com. Custombps.com is their website. And I'm Peter Meat, and you can call me and talk to me at that number.
Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, listeners, go to the site because it, I'm looking at it right now, as I said, and it's it's very interesting. There's lots of videos. It's real easy to navigate, and I'm sure that you'll get something of interest out of it just by going to it and looking around. But if it's something you've been thinking about, whether it's an early-stage business plan or a late-stage business plan to get ready for your exit, this is a great resource, and you really need to take advantage of it. So, Peter, thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Uh, the great insights and uh, really enjoyed talking with you. Bill, fantastic. Thank you for having me on. It was fabulous. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this. So please stay tuned just a minute. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com the information station for age 50 plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions. So you can be well planned. We upload new one minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 